Back again for 158. Doing a double shot today because Caputo here is going on vacation again with his 1% ass taking five vacations a year. <laughs> this, is, this, is the, this is the most I've taken in one year. It's usually one a year for me. That's it. Taking a pra- family private jet. I, I fucking wish. Over to uh to their to their to their beach house in Florida. Yeah. In Malibu. Whose dick do I have to Florida. suck to no, get on a private jet? Malibu's, <laughs> first. In, Malibu's in California. Who am I thinking of? Um, oh, shit. Uh, Mar-a-Lago Mar- Mar- or whatever. Sorry, I don't hang out with old fucking racist people. <laughs> oh, man. Welcome to the show, folks. Yeah, we're doing Ooh. a double take today, so... Uh, we really don't know what to expect from today's show to tell you what to yeah. expect. So by the time this airs, I will be back from my vacation, but you won't hear about it until the next episode. So yeah, we'll tell you. Tell us all about it next week. It'll yeah. be so we all be too fucking tired, drunk, hungover, whatever to go do <laughs> an episode literally the day before this one would air. So <laughs> yeah, well that's okay because we're here now. We're going to do it. Uh, not sure what kind of show you're going to get tonight. It might be a lot of uh, just a mixed bag of us hanging out, fucking off, and whatever. So Those are always fun for me. Those are my favorite episodes anyway. Oh, yeah, man. We always try to make it the best for you guys to enjoy. And if you're watching on Spotify, you're going to enjoy a good video version of it, too. So uh... Yeah, we got a music video we're going to watch, courtesy of our friend Frostbite, who's recommended it to us. And I told him we'd Another watch one. it. Yep, yeah, so. We're going to do it, but I'm going to hit the intro and get started. You ready? I am ready. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Guns in Radio podcast. And now, give it up for your host, Chris Caputo and Dustin Bone. Oh, God. <laughs> That's what you're doing, contraptioning the fucking microphone, dude. I made myself a banana holder. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can still kind of hear you. Can you hear me eat the banana? Hang on, I'm getting real close. Yeah. This is, is that a like, sound? Is that a second This is the opposite of ASMR. If you guys are into... If your kink is like into people chewing, well, good for you. You tend to <laughs> the best episode of Guns and Radio this week. Hang on, we'll go in for another bite. Oh my god, that was aggressive. <laughs> Made an Jeez. extra gross sound. <laughs> okay, so my banana contraption didn't work, so that's fine. I'll just eat it the old fashioned way. Yeah. Eat it whole eight inches. Ah, there we go. <laughs> Sorry, I gagged a little bit. As I'm sure a lot of people watching did also. <laughs> Listener retention rates have just gone down. <laughs> Sorry about that. It probably went down when I was smacking on the banana. <laughs> like that's gonna make great radio. Exactly, man. Usually don't great eat video too. Great video if you're watching on Spotify. You know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> I think there's an unwritten rule in podcasting. You're not supposed to eat while you podcast. Yeah, I'm not supposed to do a lot of things here. I'm here fucking smoking the vape mirror, drinking the water. I'm yeah, here I'm fucking tuning anyway. a little bit, so. 
This is my dinner, folks. We've been taping all day. Pretty much. Yeah, every episode you've listened to of Guns and Radio this year was taped today. <laughs> Mega recording session. Could you imagine that? Like we just get together once every six months. Them later episodes are going to suck. Yeah, they'd be so out of date. Because <laughs> especially when I get tired and get in a bad mood. And... Oh, yeah. Act like an yeah. asshole. I shouldn't have followed that banana with no beer, but actually. Well, two beers. No. Uh, sorry, two Bs. Beer, banana is the third one. Boobs. I was going to say bussy, actually, but boobs works too. <laughs> Ever since you've given me that word and told me what that means, <laughs> it does not make me happy. <laughs> Pretty gross. Wait, you read all about the bussy, bro? Come on, man. Don't like it. No. <laughs> Don't like it. <laughs> Who thinks of this shit, man? You fucking kids today are fucked up with the shit you guys think of. I don't know, man. Don't blame me. Blame the other kids. I'm an old bastard. <laughs> You're like 24. I'm actually 26, <laughs> 27. Oh, but I feel like oh, I'm, I'm oh. like 55. I feel like most days talking to a 35 year old fucking man i'm all Honestly, hey, I'm, I'm like old. not even 30 i'm just tired of everyone's shit i'm like dude wait till you're 30 and then you're tired of everyone's shit but then your body starts breaking down oh fuck it's gonna be even worse oh yeah oh yeah so i'm glad i got an extra wide chair so i can sit indian style here <laughs> like but uh yeah man we got a good show today we're gonna watch uh i don't even know what the fuck we're watching so what this was we? sent in by um, by uh, Mr. Frostbite over on our Discord. Um, join the Discord and link below, guys. You can send us um, shit to review, music videos you want us to watch, whatever. Um, he sent us one one we did a few weeks back. Um, I forgot what the fuck that was. Oh, yeah, that was the new kids on the block one that we watched. That wasn't even that bad, actually. <laughs> yeah. But this one is interesting because it involves Corey Feldman for some reason. Oh, God. So this could be, actually be horrible. Yeah, but if you want to see more music videos and join us as we watch music videos, come back to our stream, preferably on Spotify, on Fridays for a brand new episode of Music Video Friday. Do you love the ad I made where I showed and advertised all those epic music videos, and then we always watch shit like Captain Jack or Body <laughs> Rolls? Or yeah, we end up watching Chinese food again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. No. I don't think that one's going to make it to Music Video Friday. That's not a music video. That's just straight up Guantanamo Bay torture. Uh, while I'm at it, oh yeah, the music video this week is Tight Pants Body Rolls. So uh, if you've never seen that before, tune in and listen to our commentary because I had a lot of fun making uh, reliving this one when I was putting it together. And I believe Dan... Third man Dan is in there with somebody's in there with us when we taped this. Yeah. So probably Dan. It's an older watch yeah. along. So and of course, episode what four of getting dizzy with it will be mm -hmm. out this Saturday. Yeah. So uh keep checking out, getting dizzy with it. Keep getting busy with us. Oh, and yeah, man. Reliving the whole first season until we premiere that second season. 
next That's couple right. months. That's coming. It do be coming. What's it going to be yes. like? Well, we don't, we don't know. fucking know. <laughs> uh, gotta love it. We be crazy like that sometimes. So. Absolutely. <sighs> but let's watch this music video. Let's do it. Let's get into yeah. it. Um, hang on. Let me add this. How do I fucking. Oh, there we go. Make nope. some magic, Caputo. <laughs> That's just you. <laughs> oh. so, there we go. I found the overlay. Okay, let's uh, let's get, get right into it. Get your shit together. Yeah, I'm getting it together. Shut up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're missing out if you're not watching the video version on Spotify, but guess what? You can find this somewhere else. So, um, Dustin, shall we get into it? Yeah, hit play and let's watch this music video. I'm going to full all screen right. my computer so I can see all the action. Let's see it go down, Corey Feldman. Corey fucking. Is he the karate kid in this video? Rolling down the street, smoking men. It's a comeback. Oh. I'm the comeback, comeback king. I am missing, missing nothing. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, I guess she looks like Michael Jackson now. What? Good, kick his ass. He needs his ass kicked for this video. Yeah. He's trying to be like a misfit here. Yeah. Is he trying to be like Michael Jackson? It's like a mix of like Michael Jackson and like Cher. <laughs> okay, so he took a Snoop Dogg song, Gin and Juice, and now he's singing like Michael Jackson over the top of that. Pretty much, it seems like. He looks like uh, Deuce and Domino from WWE. Yeah. <laughs> that like 50s diner vibe. Cool. And you got this kid boxing. Oh, of this is how. It, okay, look, guys. We need to talk here. I'm going to pause for a second. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Musicians out there, we need to talk. Yeah. Having a black guy in your music video does not give you fucking credibility as a rapper. Yeah. I'm sorry. It doesn't. If it did, Rebecca Black would be a rapper. The Chinese food song we listened to the other day would be would be fucking a rap. I don't know why. <laughs> why do when 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 rap when when white people make shitty music, they think that if they throw in a black dude that it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna somehow help. It doesn't fucking help, dude. Like, yeah, he's gonna take the payday. Who wouldn't I take the payday? <laughs> yeah. Even if it was like twenty bucks and like a, a fucking carton of cigarettes and maybe like free alcohol, sure. I mean just pay my rent for the month or something. As bad as half the time these dudes that get in these shitty music videos are fucking not bad. Mm-hmm. But then they get saddled in this bullshit and that's gonna forever stain their career. They ain't going nowhere after this. I mean, and especially because have... like this dude's literally sitting on like like the the shot before, what the fuck is he sitting on a bathtub in front of like ten people in like a church or something? <laughs> what? Who shot this at a church? All right, what I'm done fuck, with my the, rant. What the fuck these people worship the days? Hell yeah! If you ever tried one, you would too. I mean, it's better than Scientology, I guess. It's cheaper yeah, oh, too, yeah. and it's real. Yeah. <laughs> 
when expected to lose and then you rise why you have two jackets one's enough he's that gangster he's so cold yeah, he's... he needs two jackets yeah and he stole jerry the king lawler's fucking crown there i'm so cold i wear two jackets oh, have you seen that video where he's like i'm so gangster i don't just sag my pants and he's got like a chain connected to a pair of pants that drag behind him and it's connect and he ain't wearing pants at all they're just connected to a chain that's connected to his underwear god this is bad kind of embarrassing to our black audience i just want to say as a white person i'm i am properly embarrassed yeah i I think as white people we need to disown Corey feldman who would take him nobody's gonna draft him i don't know neither the team was with I don't think so, man. They got better Latinos, man. Latinos have too much class to take Corey Feldman from us. I feel like this is like a, a terrible Michael Jackson tribute, and I've seen like like freaking amateurs do better Michael Jackson tributes than this. <laughs> yeah. Like dudes who get paid like twenty bucks. You ever seen like that the Michael Jackson wrestler dude? Oh, it's fucking oh yeah, no, that's cool. It was like the moonwalk, the DDT, dude, yeah, the moves and shit. Oh, that's DDT, fucking that's awesome. It's like if Michael Jackson made a song that wasn't very good, and so he sold yeah. it to somebody else. It's like if Michael Jackson wasn't the king of pop, but like the king of like cringe. <laughs> Yeah, it is pretty cringy. It's pretty hard. Reminds me like those like fucking shitty ripoff like parody movies. Like after like after one like scary movie, like the hype of all those movies were good. And when you get like the guys doing like epic movie, superhero movie, fucking date movie, or this movie. (laughs) This is Michael Jackson music video. Literally. Even SNL makes better shit than this. <laughs> I know. At least if it was an SNL video, it'd be funny. It'd be like, oh, I could get the, the, the joke, whatever. Corey Feldman is the joke. Who are we kidding? That, that's what I was going to say. I'm like, this guy is a fucking joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Lost Boys. Wow, that was terrible. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> to say I don't least. know if that's my least favorite music video we've ever watched, but it's uh, it's pretty damn close. Yeah, it's, it's definitely in the bottom of the shit, so. <laughs> that is definitely scrubbing at least part of the toilet. <laughs> I wouldn't scrub my toilet with this video. I like my toilet to come out clean when I'm done. Yeah, I put the actual Michael Jackson. <laughs> the actual Michael Jackson would roll over with in his grave if he started this shit. If he saw this say, shit. If he's, yeah, he probably already is if he fucking saw this. Comeback king. Wow. Come Who thought this was a good idea? I don't know. Somewhere Eight. along the way, Corey Feldman was like, I want to make a music video to this song. And somebody in a production, and nobody told him, like, bro, this song is not good. I was going to say, this like, shit makes Didi Ramon's rap album look like a, a Dr. Dre album. It, <laughs> it, it makes Randy Savage look like Busy Bone. 
Yeah, literally. Dude, this makes John Cena look like a better version of Eminem. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's funny. Well, uh, do you want to jump into the DeLorean and go back into history? Hell yeah, man. Let's get right into it. Get your hand off my penis! I guess that's our new on this day stinker. <laughs> yeah, I need to get that downloaded, but it's kind yeah. of edited, so mm-hmm. like, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Well, get your hand off my penis because it's time to go. <laughs> we'll do it live. Fuck it. Oh god, damn, we gotta see this for the live shows. <laughs> oh, my bad. Sorry, that's all right. I was gonna say, get your hand off my penis because it's about to go. We're about to go back in time. Not it's about. <laughs> I can't say the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's of my dick. It's going back in time. Oh, God. That should be Back uh, to the Future 4 right there. <laughs> Marty McFly. Back to the Future 4. Oh, yeah. And then Marty McFly and the doctor are together, and you hear that famous line. Get your hand off my penis! <laughs> Sorry, Doc. I thought that was the, the, the control stick for the DeLorean. Sorry, Doc. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I was going to punch it to 88.8 miles per hour. (laughs) Wrong gear there, Marty. (laughs) Oh, man. Remember that one time he almost became his own dad? Oh, yeah. Well, his mom was hot, so. Yeah. (laughs) Caroline Ray, dude, was so hot. She might still be hot for all I know. I guess we can hashtag that reasonable incest. <laughs> yeah, that would be reasonable. <laughs> Pretty fucking reasonable. It's like all these dudes that fucked their sister in Game of Thrones, but like, dude, if my sister looked like that, I'd probably fuck her yeah, too. Yeah, Game of Thrones was just like a medieval porno set with like a $100 million budget and CGI. That's the real thing, though, if you really think about it. I wonder if a porno had a $100 million budget, what they'd do with it shit they probably just blow out they probably just have like a giant fucking gangbang or something <laughs> alright let's pay everyone here let's go. Right. it's like uh, a Wrestlemania battle royale everyone's getting the payday the Wrestlemania of porn <laughs> <laughs> that's already the AVN awards bro <laughs> you know what I'm just gonna say the Wrestlemania of porn and let your mind do whatever your mind's gonna do and leave it yeah, at that right. Let's give them a beat to really think about that and let it sink in and bubble in their brains. Yeah, let us know your WrestleMania porn over on our Twitter at Guns and Radio Pod. Also on our Instagram at Guns and Radio Pod. We're getting close to 300 followers on Instagram as well. Last I checked, I think we're like 10 away. Y'all, get your shit together. Why y'all ain't following us on Instagram? Yeah, once we hit 300 on either Twitter or Instagram, there's another bonus show right there, guys. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm there. Okay, so you want to start at you start us out so I know where to kick in because I mean I, my history goes way back, but I'm not I'm not gonna go further behind than you do. So uh, let's see here because mine goes. Oh wow, I have one here from nineteen. Actually, I have two here from nineteen fifty six. Oh, you know, let's just go. Let's just go well, this one here from nineteen fifty six. Uh, with Folsom Prison Blues still riding high on the country charts. Sun Records releases Johnny Cash's Ode to Staying Faithful While on the Road, um, I Walk the Line, famous uh, Johnny Cash track. <laughs> it would prove to be Johnny's breakthrough hit, reaching number one on Billboard's country chart, number 17 on the Hot 100. And as for Folsom Prison Blues, 
a quote-unquote live version of the song that was recorded at the prison itself would be hit all over again 12 years later in 1968. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was the first to go record a live album in a prison. Yeah. John Cash. Uh, He was the man. He was the man. In 1960, production begins on Elvis Presley's first post-Army movie, G.I. Blues. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I often forget that Elvis made movies. Yeah. I mean, he was probably one of the first like musicians to cross over into that media. He was so fucking big. Do you think that... I don't know. I, do you think anybody could ever be as big as Elvis was again? No, not... It's tough. It's probably big, but in a different kind of way. I think as like our society keeps evolving and everything, like... It's going to well, be I mean, different. What would we consider big? Like big back then was just you only had a radio, and that was it. Yeah, and, and look what Elvis did with it. Yeah, then you went to the seventies and eighties when you know TVs, and then especially probably in the eighties too, like color TV mm-hmm. uh, started becoming a thing. Then like you know now nowadays you have we have too much fucking options, too much variety, so it's it's a lot tougher to be sort of like you know this big deal kind of thing. Yeah, there is too much variety, and there's still only twenty four hours in a day. Yeah, I don't think I think because of social media and because of the rise of the internet and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I don't think we'll ever get one man to get that popular again. No, no way. Or woman, whatever. I mean, the last one was probably like Michael Jackson, and that was it. Yeah, but Michael Jackson also came along pre-internet. That's true. Yeah, eighties. Yeah, it was definitely eighties. Nobody since the internet came along has gotten. Yeah, big. he came along was like the, the 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 dawn of MTV basically. Yeah, around around that time because MTV was like the late seventies they started or early eighties. Yeah, well that's why he dominated too. Mm-hmm. Was he like the first black guy to be like featured on MTV? Black artist at least. Um, I don't know. The first music video was see it was video killed the radio star then Madonna. And yeah. I, I I would think, of course, you know, like that's one of the things. That's one of the things I never thought of until recently. How like mm-hmm. there's not a lot of black people being, at least back then, being shown in the media. Mm-hmm. Like none of the heroes were ever uh, black. It wasn't something I never thought of when I was a kid. And I guess it's because you know, mm-hmm. obvious reasons one of those things that white people take for granted but there's really not like um a lot of like when you're a kid and you're looking at your heroes and stuff on television and stuff that a lot of people don't look like you you know Mm -hmm. and i never thought that was ever a thing but uh looking back on it now it's like Mm -hmm. you know that's right it's like I mean, what kind of message does that send? A horrible one, but, you know. I don't think that was intentional by anybody's uh, means, but, you know, diversity wasn't what it was back in the 80s, as it is Mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Uh, Thankfully, it is now, I should say, but uh, I would think it was still the first day, though, that a black artist would have been featured. Yeah, sure. I looked up like first black artist on MTV. It, it's give me like differing things. Some people say it was like Michael Jackson's Billie Jean, and some people were saying Prince uh, 1999, like the first music videos, 
Or, and then they're saying neither. It was some random band called The Specials. Could have been. A mixture of black and white musicians. Yeah. Well, they don't like to count those. You know what I'm saying? They want to count a solo artist. Mm -hmm. Oh, well. If you know the answer, let us know on Discord. Mm -hmm. Or anywhere. We're all over the uh, internet. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Is it my turn? Did you? Yeah, I think it's my turn, actually, I believe. All right, here. you do You do one. Yeah. I don't know if you went further in time, but I'm going to 1960 here. Um, in the aftermath of the Payola scandal, Billboard magazine reports that many radio stations are adopting what they called a quote-unquote better music format and banning rock and roll. Ooh, the devil's oh, music. Oh, my God. 1960. What, what, what was that scandal? Paola was basically a whole thing with radio. How basically, basically the the artists or the label themselves would pay the DJs, you know, X amount. Hey, you pay. I give you a hundred bucks. You play this song. I'll head on rotation or whatever. Okay, that never went away. No, nah, it's just much more discreet now. I mean, what do you expect? That's always been a thing. Fuck you if you get mad about that. Mm-hmm. That's just how it works. Uh, let's see here. Uh, in 1965, the Rolling Stones made their second appearance on the Ed Sullivan Show, performing four songs, including The Last Time and Little Red Rooster. Oh, nice. And also, I've, I have the same thing here on mine, where it says, despite vowing that they would never come back, um, Ed Sullivan <laughs> proves he's a fucking hypocrite. Remember, we I think we read something similar to that when they trashed his set a few years back. <laughs> on, 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 on this day segment, I believe we came full circle with that one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I believe so. From what I can recall, because I remember that sounding familiar, I'm like, huh? Maybe. Yeah. All right, what you got for me? Uh, you know, so that was what sixty-five. You said right? Yeah. Uh, do do. Trust. Hmm. Don't go mm. past seventy-seven because I've got a really good on this day in seventy-seven. Okay. Well, let's see. Uh, here at nineteen sixty-nine, uh, the Who. Uh, nice. Pre- nice. Oh, goddamn! Missed <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> so the Who, uh, the Who gave a press preview of. Gave a press preview of their new rock opera Tommy in London, England, a double album about a deaf, dumb, and blind boy who became the leader of a messianic movement, the Pinball <laughs> Wizard. Goddamn it! Uh, the first musical work to be billed overtly as a rock opera. So fuck, they beat a lot of people to the whole rock opera. They beat Meatloaf to that. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. Uh, in 1998, it was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame for historical, artistic, and significant value, and has now sold over 20 million copies worldwide. Oh, nice. I, have you? I have never seen Tommy. I've heard the album. I own the mm-hmm. album. It's floating around here somewhere, but I've never actually seen the musical. That's I've seen snippets know. of it. We should do a watch along sometime. We should watch Tommy on here. I'm down. Listen, we could do as a bonus show, watch a, a, a rock and roll themed movie. Or we could just do it because we fucking want to. Yeah, but I think a bonus show would be better. Get some, some people and send them to watch a movie with us. Like we tried to do with The Dirt a couple of years back. Hey, that was good. We did that. That, that was fun, actually, for us. If yeah. you haven't, it's like episode 30, I think. 
we remember we compiled it all into one. Yeah, because we originally did it in four parts on GN Extra, and then I went through and painstakingly edited it all together <laughs> to uh, make one movie watch along. And I and by the way, it syncs up because I sat there. <laughs> <laughs> with, with like four monitors I'm like this has to be at this exact middle second <laughs> <laughs> oh, that took a long time you know, it just flips the table the whole operation is off this is bullshit <laughs> I don't like them turning the frogs gay <laughs> this uh, is bullshit exactly <laughs> I was like oh I know that one's there <laughs> uh, I forget about those most of the time. I love we've got those and then we don't use them. And then I'm talking about adding to them and then we don't use the ones we fucking have. <laughs> <sighs> I do remember the time I used this one. Look, bitch. Yeah. Like 511 fucking times. In one and then the same episode. <laughs> uh, all right. So this is a good one. On this day in 1977. Mm-hmm. Eric Clapton recorded literally the only song that that brings me to tears every time I fucking hear it. Wonderful tonight. Oh, I thought you were gonna say cocaine. That's also a good. No, song. dude. <laughs> have you ever heard "Wonderful Tonight"? Man, that song. That not. song don't make you cry. Hang on, we're gonna listen to a little bit of it, and I'm not just gonna play La Bamba. I know that's what you think I'm gonna do. I fucking but, hope not. But I'm serious, man. Like of all songs to fucking do it. This one fucking gets me teary-eyed every time. Such a beautiful song. I'm working on it. Oh, damn it. Um, while you do that, actually, we can even go further back into time. I got a few here. I, I got it up here. Let's just okay. get past the ad here. We'll do, we'll do that, and then I'll get into some of mine here. All right. But, yeah, hang on. Let's see. It's making me do two ads, and they're both non-skippable ads. All right, listen to this. You never heard this for real. I've never. I haven't listened to much Clapton, to be honest. I don't either. I recommend checking that song out, man, because like I said, every fucking time it chokes me up, man. Like, I don't know why either. It doesn't make me think of anybody specifically or anything in specifically. I think it's honestly, dude, I think that that fucking riff is just so fucking powerful that it touches me in that emotional vein. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, man. Like the first time I like heard that song, I started tearing up and shit. And I was like, it's fucking beautiful. I didn't even have the words. I just had the the riff. And uh, when I play with my dad, sometimes uh, guitars, that's one of the ones that uh, that we like to do. Because he 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 nails that fucking guitar every time. 
and it's a little it's, it's, it's a little easier to get through then because you know you're focused on the chords and shit but oh man that song gets me every fucking time so beautiful you know how some people look at a painting and start crying that's the closest to that fucking experience i can uh personally uh relate to be nice to have matt menzel on to hear his thoughts on that i'd love to talk about guitars with him i was gonna say i'll send it we'll, we'll send a tweet out see what he thinks let's just get him on again yeah <laughs> and tell him about his album that's not come out yet yeah it's it's in progress. I know that guy's pretty busy getting married and such. So, well, I know uh, that. I'm just being an asshole when I have him on there. <laughs> just break his balls. Because I think we're friends. Yeah, we're pretty friendly with the guy. He's, and you he's... know me. I'm a ball breaker. I do it mm-hmm. to you all the time. Like, Yeah. It's, it's, it, it, it's a sign of affection for me. It's not a bullying thing. Yeah. All right. So read yours. Let's do the next one. I got two here. So we got to go back. And early, way early into the 70s, 1970 to be exact, uh, Norman Greenbaum's Spirit in the Sky tops both the UK record chart and the Cashbox bestsellers list. But the quote here that he told Rolling Stone, I think is pretty interesting, where he basically says, I'm just some Jewish musician who really dug gospel music. I decided there was a larger Jesus gospel market out there than a Jehovah one. He's not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. What's your next uh, one? Because I'm going to skip to 86. Yeah, 1978. The Bee Gees are awarded their second platinum single in less than two months for Night Fever, which was preceded by Staying Alive, both from the iconic Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. You know, um, uh, when I was on that show, Set Lusting Bruce, Mm -hmm. the Bruce Springsteen podcast. Yeah. He recommended to me, I don't remember if we talked about it on or off the air. He recommended to me that I go check out um, the Bee Gees, the shit they didn't play on the radio. Because mm-hmm. apparently a lot of people that go check out the Bee Gees, anything besides Saturday Night Fever and Staying Alive, says that the Bee Gees make really good music. They did, man. I don't know. I've never heard anything else. I hadn't got around to that yet. I mean, there's a few I can definitely recommend that are good ones. I know because, like, my, my dad grew up in that era. So, like, I, I usually get, like, that my 70s knowledge from him about that stuff. Um, Nights on Broadway okay. is a very good one I'd say listen to. You mentioned your dad in the 70s. Yeah. So here's what I'm seeing. Exactly Chris Caputo, the very person Chris Caputo, but now he's got, like, an afro and big sideburns. Wearing no, afro. a white jumpsuit <laughs> with the, the collar popped and shit. And no afro, like but I believe there was the... sideburns. So I mean, yeah, you, you can picture it because I looked very close to him. So <laughs> but yeah, I recommend. I'm trying to think of like other BG songs I know that are like. Oh, and those platform him. shoes. Yeah. Really... <laughs> and then he comes walking into the disco. Well, you can't man... tell by the way I use my wallet. while the girls are all fucking creaming. The seventies man were perfect for midgets. You could wear platform shoes, and you're instantly like five seven. I know, right? Dude, Fuck. Shit. You were good. You were close to six feet. I mean, like, you're close <laughs> to getting laid. You, you probably could have, you know. She was. I don't enough. think. I think girls giving a fuck about height is a new thing. Yeah, I feel like that's been like the last like five, ten years of dating. Uh, which is, I'm, I'm honestly like, I know we're not allowed by the PC police to say girls do stupid shit, but that's fucking stupid. Uh, <laughs> everyone does fucking stupid shit. I mean, it, it works both ways. Both both male females do very stupid shit 
Not if you're going to be PC, it don't. I don't give a shit. Spit him fast because these people can't handle it. That's why I immediately, when I saw Johnny Depp was in court today, I'm oh, I'm sorry, when I saw Johnny Depp was in court two weeks ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's been going I, on for a while, that whole thing with him and Amber Heard, though. See, I didn't know that. Time. I thought they were trying to cancel Johnny Depp. And I'm like, no, not They tried to, but then, like, it's it's basically like they're both fucking, they both be fucking were abusing each other in some fucking way, so. I mean, they tried to cancel Ric Flair. I wouldn't participate in that either, and that pissed a bunch of people off because I said on Facebook, sorry, Internet, not going to let you cancel Ric Flair. I'll catch you next week when you got the next one ready. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I, for me, like the whole Ric Flair thing is like, he, I don't know. You know what? Remember this when he was is, in his prime? Now he's just an old fucking idiot. Like, you saw, I don't know if you saw the news. Yeah, I don't know if you saw, like, the video of him. Like, now he's trying to, like, get a train for a comeback. I'm like, bro, you're almost 80. Just fucking sit down in a wheelchair <laughs> and fuck off. And I'm going to get, I'm going to say something about that that's going to get real controversial real quick. That's why we don't like to, that's why we don't need to be letting outsiders in our fucking business. Because you don't understand our business. It looks fucked up when they get on there and all the girls are like, just don't sell it. It looks fucked up, but that's our fucking business. Not yours. We don't need outsiders in our fucking business. You want to cancel us for how our business is? Then fucking get in your own fucking business. Cancel sports. <laughs> cancel all sports, yeah. Yeah, all sports are some fucked up shit. Because I've got some bad news. Yeah, I don't know if y'all ever heard of Joe Paterno. <laughs> the wrestling business is extremely fucked up. Yeah. And you know what? It was. Now it's not as much, but before then, yeah. I mean, okay, so WWE has corporatized it, but the indies oh, are yeah. still fucked up. Yeah. We and we as a business are fucking up by letting outsiders in on our business. We should never have let anybody in on our fucking business to know the fucking stories to fucking begin with, because you don't get the fucking whole story. You know what I mean? Like and then you look at it with the context of normal life. And in normal life, yeah, this would be fucked up. In our business, not all that fucked up. Okay, let me tell you what happened backstage. If he if if he didn't do it, but if he did do it and like make a woman touch his penis in the locker room area with a female wrestler, she's going to grab your junk and fucking twist and you don't fuck with a female wrestler. She's brought up in that business. She's tough. Like she belongs there. Outsiders don't. And I'm sorry. I know that's controversial and I know that's not a popular opinion, but until you get in our fucking business and you've been a part of our fucking business, you got no business being in our fucking business or telling us how to do our fucking business. Because I promise you, we can handle it. We got this, bruh. And that's my rant about that. Alrighty. <laughs> uh, I said my two things, so I'll, I'll let you go for this next one. Oh, is it my turn? Well, I'm going to skip it yeah. up. I'm going to skip ahead to 1986, the oh, year wow. I was born. Ooh, great year. Unless you got something before 86 you want to I actually read have 1980. We'll read that, and then we'll do. Yeah, so Pink Floyd's hit single, Another Brick in the Wall, bracket, part two, end bracket, with his chorus of kids chanting, we don't need no education, 
is banned by the South African government. Black children, upset about inferior education, adopt the song as their anthem. The government says the song is, quote-unquote, prejudicial to the safety of the state. What? Sure, South Africa. Oh, because the government? Yeah. It's It's making people think, and they don't like when we think. Yeah. Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. I've never heard Brick in the Wall Part 1, then. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if was, is there ever a part one? Pink Floyd fans, let us know. Cause I, I only know fucking I know. two albums of theirs. That's it. They've got so many songs that are like part three, part two, and I don't fucking know. I don't listen to all the parts. Now, I did see The Wall back in the day, which that might be a fun watch along, but I refuse to watch The Wall sober. If we're going to do uh, The Wall, we we uh, Dustin has to be stoned because of that movie, when you watch it stoned, it's great. Mm-hmm. But if you watch it sober, it is so bad. How about you watch it stoned? Oh, so boring. You can watch it stoned. I'll watch it sober and we'll do a comparison. Dude, that'll be a good episode. We should do that sometime. We should do rock and roll movies as a separate podcast this summer. Summer flicks with Dusty Bones and Chris Caputo. That'd be a good one. We do like one a month. You and me get together and watch a movie. I'm down. Yeah. That was fun when we we watched things together. <laughs> we still do. We just watch shittier music videos <laughs> than instead yeah. of shitty movies. And we watch concerts. Those are always fun. The f- oh, yeah. It turns out we've only done like three of them, and I feel like we've done like 50. But Not enough yet, man. Uh, Got to tell these I, listeners to vote on that shit. <laughs> I think it's because you and I are together so fucking much that like mm-hmm. it just blends together. Like when I think about the fact that I have never seen you in real life, mm. that's fucking weird to me it's because crazy. of how much time we've spent together. It feels like yeah. I've known you for like, well, I have known you for years now. Yeah. But it, it feels like you and me go way back. <laughs> like, because of how much we are together virtually, mm-hmm. but it but then but then I think about the fact that I have never seen Chris Caputo in real life. Now I've had dreams where we're doing this show in a studio or something like that before. Yeah, and I I, I did have that dream before, where we were doing this show in a studio, and then I was trying to fuck this girl, and and so she you're like a rocket cleaner. And she liked you instead. No, man, you weren't even there for this part. And she liked you instead. So I started trying to hook you up and you weren't interested because you wanted to go somewhere else and do something. I don't remember what it was, but like you wanted to go to like do this activity somewhere else. So you weren't interested in fucking this girl. I was trying to get you to fuck. And I was like, dude, I'm not getting laid because I'm trying to hook my boy up. And then you just not going to fuck her. It's like, no, nah, I got shit to do. I want to go. I think it was bowling. I think it's what it was. I'm going to go bowling. (laughs) (laughs) And that's weird. I hadn't thought about that in a while. But yeah, that's a dream I really had once. That's fucking (laughs) real. Because honestly, it's probably something I would do. Not not the bullying part, but I mean, like, I'd say, fuck this. I'd go chill my boys and get fucking hammered. I'd rather just fucking stay home and masturbate. I'll, I'll be fine. I do remember, like, trying to find beer and then saying, does he only drink Canadian beer? It depends. I mean, <laughs> for those who watch the older video versions, you see me cracking open fucking anything on this podcast, so. <laughs> beer, some Celsius. 
no laws when you're drinking claws. The first time I heard that was on this show. Goddamn right. <laughs> I actually introduced somebody to White Claw last weekend, or sorry, about, I don't know, like a fucking month ago by the time you guys hear this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to St. Louis, spent some time with my friends, who I haven't got to see since they moved to St. Louis, which is only a two-hour drive. So really, I should, I, and, and they were like, what are we going to do? We're going to go do an activity. Because every time I talk to them, I'm like, dudes, we got to find an excuse for me to come to St. Louis to hang with mm-hmm. you guys. And then I remembered, oh, yeah, these guys are my fucking friends. I don't need an excuse to go hang out with them. I'll go chill at the house. Mm-hmm. Like, let me spend the night on, let me sleep on your couch, you know? And, well, I wasn't even intending on spending the night. They told me to bring an overnight bag and let's mm-hmm. get drunk. So I was like, okay. So uh, they had never had White Claw. Mm-hmm. And Danilay, uh, who, by the way, I'm going to, by the time this airs, I will have done Aster, but uh, Danilay and I are going to record a pilot for a podcast soon Mm -hmm. that may find its way to this feed, may not. It's just a pilot. We're testing our chemistry. She's been wanting to get in the podcast game, and I think she has. uh, If you ever, I know a lot of you listening to Guns and Radio never listened to my old wrestling podcast from way back in the day called Smack Download. It's not even available because I've deleted them all. I have scrubbed the internet of its presence. But one of the best segments we did on SmackDown Load is we would bring Danilay in and we would give her fake wrestling results and we would tell her, like, we knew who her favorites were and who her least favorites were. And we would read results like, uh, who was the pirate bitch on WWE? Uh, pirate bitch was Paul Virtual. No, the girl, the ja- the Japanese. I guess she's Japanese, the Asian Kyrie girl. Sane. Uh, Kari Sane. Okay, so we said Kari Sane beat Shayna Baszler, and that was our best episode. It was just listening to Danny rant. <laughs> the little pirate bitch! <laughs> and and then, like, so we would, she figured it out because she sees me over here. At the time, I had a mix board. Uh, not a very good one because the sound quality sucked, but I'm over here adjusting the audio and stuff like that. And she sees that look in my eyes as I'm over here tweaking the sound. She's like, uh-uh, I know what y'all motherfuckers are doing. Y'all bringing me in here and y'all pissing me off <laughs> just so y'all get good radio. And I was like, damn, she caught us. <laughs> but anyway, they never had White Claw before. She thought it was vodka. <laughs> like she thought it was like vodka and fruit juice and i was like no it's more water than anything it's fucking carbonated water cane sugar and vodka yeah so, so yeah. we were getting fucked up and you know how between drinks you're supposed to drink water mm-hmm. we were drinking white claws between drinks. fuck yeah man <laughs> we drink a beer drink a white claw drink a beer drink a white claw and uh we were getting fucked up and playing mario party and that was our weekend that's fucking dope <laughs> and I wasn't even hung over at all the next day. So, uh, if you want to get extra fucked up when you're downing those waters, you could be downing claws and getting more. <laughs> Some great advice from Dustin Bones. <laughs> I always give the best advice. Uh, on this day in 1986, is it my turn? Uh, yeah, you can go ahead. In 1986, Judas Priest kick off their Fuel for Life tour with a show in Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's the first time that lead singer Rob Halford, who went to rehab in January, has ever performed sober with his band. Wow. Was this the only time he ever has, or was it the first, first. time? Okay. First. 
Well, like the only good time, for him. Unless this guy's still alive. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I think he is. No, he Judas still is. Yeah, Rob Halford's still fighting Judas Priest. I'm pretty sure, unless he's doing like some solo shit right now. Yeah, there's. He did a song recently with uh, Five Finger Death Punch. Well, not recently. It's been a few years. Some time. That's fucking sick, though, man. Five Finger Death Punch are a pretty good metal band. I don't listen to them too much, but um, not because the first I don't album like. I really like. I mean, to me, they're like Avenged Sevenfold. I've never really heard a song I didn't like, but I wasn't interested enough to check out the whole album. Most of the first yes. album's pretty good. I think it was like War is War is the song. I don't remember the fucking name of the album. I remember the the artwork was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, you got one for me. I do. Uh, Ninety nine. A security guard alerted the police after a man wearing a wig, fake mustache, and false teeth walked into Zales Jewelers. Three squad cars arrived and police detained the man, who turned out to be Michael Jackson in disguise. Holy shit. And we can't stop talking about Michael Jackson this week on this podcast <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> oh, man, that is funny. That is really funny. Can you imagine being that cop? <laughs> You're like trying to respect, oh, God. Hey, guys, what are you talking about, Michael Jackson? Not Michael Jackson. It's Michael Jefferson. I'm Michael Jackson. <laughs> 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 so, wishing tree. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm going to scroll up. I'm going to go to 1995. All right. I'm going to skip way ahead up to 1995. Pink Floyd's album, The Wall, which we just talked about, goes Mm -hmm. diamond with sales over 10 million in the U.S. It later eclipses, oh, wait, wrong album. That total (laughs) with sales of well over 20 million. Damn. Nice. That's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Um, this next one here is actually pretty interesting because we talked about the song last on last week's episode. On this day in 2004, uh, mag- readers of Total Guitar Magazine voted Guns N' Roses' anthem Sweet Child of Mine as the greatest riff ever. They beat Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana, Whole Lot of Love by Led Zeppelin, and Deep Purple Smoke on the Water, and uh, editor Scott Rowley said to a new generation of guitarists, Guns N' Roses are more thrilling than the Sex Pistols, and I couldn't agree more. Oh, yeah, I definitely agree. Sex Pistols kind of suck. Yeah, one album and they were gone. Uh, let's see here. In 2010, a flood in Nashville damages the Grand Ole Opry House and Country Music Hall of Fame. John Fogarty, Brad Paisley, Vince Gill, and Keith Urban are among those who lose guitars and other equipment that is held in the storage facility. Also destroyed are the bass uh, used by the Hank Williams song, Your Cheating Heart, and a Stratocaster owned by Jimi Hendrix. Can you imagine the fucking insurance claim? God damn. Because, you know, insurance companies always try to get out of, like, paying you when they owe you money. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You got one more to wrap us up? Um, There's actually a couple here. Um, all right. You do yours, and I'm done. I've got all the best ones. I got, like, I feel like, I think I have, like, three more here. we got to go back to the mid-2000s here, though. All right. Um, so, in this, so, 2005, Eric Clapton joined former Cream members Ginger Baker, Jack Bruce, for the first of four nights at London's Royal Albert Hall, 36 years after they split up. Oh, it took wow. Guns N' Roses less time to reunite than this. So. 
Yeah. One up. <laughs> uh, There's this, one. Yeah. <laughs> There's one there. Yeah, man. Uh, tickets were changing hands for more than 500 euros on eBay. Fans had flown over from the USA to witness to the reunion, uh, which Clapton, age 60, is said to have agreed to because of the failing health of the other former members of the band. Got to do one more time for you all that. What the hell was that? Is somebody having sex in your house? Oh, my fucking mom's fucking trying to like play with my cat right now. <laughs> this is interesting. Let's listen. Oh, someone dropped something now. Uh oh. I live with old people and they're clumsy fucks. So. <laughs> she dropped something on the cat. I don't know. She dropped something on the floor. I don't know. Um. Anyways, um, ask me how I knew that was your mom's voice. <laughs> I already fucking know your sister. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Keep going. Uh, we flash a year later to uh, 2006. Uh, Keith Richards released from hospital in New Zealand after the 62-year-old suffered quote-unquote a mild concussion when he fell out of a coconut tree while on holiday in Fiji. <laughs> oh, this is a classic fucking Keith moment right here. He was then lifted to a hospital for observation, and he underwent a brain scan. So. Classic Keith Richards moment at the time he fell in a fucking coconut tree. Oh, God. This is all over the news back then. That's the most... I've never heard that before. That's the most random fucking shit. I mean, shit. That'll take second place to snoring your own father's ashes believing it was cocaine. So. He fell out of fucking coconut tree. In fucking Fiji. Wait, what year was this? 2005. And actually. he was 62 in 2005. Actually, sorry. 2006. Okay, he was 62 in 2006. Not like it makes much of a fucking difference. No. How old is he now? Like 80-something? Close to his 80s, probably. That's what, 72? Almost, I almost like 80. Keith Richards has just always been old. They've always been old. Please. That's what the heroin does to you, man. <laughs> Can you imagine? I just got the funniest mental image. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> and then my last one here... Um. From 2008, uh, famous Nickelback lead singer Chad Kroger banned from driving for a year after being convicted of drinking and driving in Vancouver. Um, he had almost twice the legal limit of alcohol in his system when he was stopped by police speeding in his Lamborghini. <laughs> Kids, you can make really shitty music and afford a Lamborghini. <laughs> wow. I know, right? What the fuck? Oh, yeah, I forget Nickelback's Canadian. Yeah, that's an unfortunate blemish on our uh, on our. We country. have you people to blame for that. Yeah, blame Canada like fucking South Park <laughs> for Nickelback. Yeah, blame Canada, blame Canada. When Canada is dead and gone, there'll be no more Celine Dion. <laughs> God has smiled upon you this day. That's my favorite part of the movie. The fate of a nation in your hands. Sing with me, Caputo. I don't and know the whole song. I know the chorus. You don't know this part? I was going to say, I'm, I'm more of a fan of, like, you know, Kyle's mom's bitch or, like, the Dude, Terrence and Phillips know. stuff. Oh, this is, uh, I forget the song. We Hang on, maybe I'll think of it. You see the distant flames, they bellow in the night. You fight in all the names for what we know is right. And when they torture you, you're not for the need to run for it. Though you die, la resistance lives on. La resistance. Yeah. You may get stabbed in the head with a dagger or a sword. You may be burned to death, skin alive or worse. But when they torture you, that's a good one, man. That's the best song in the whole movie. No, nah, cause mom's bitch or uncle fucker. I mean, those are funny, like, 
Yeah, they're funny, but as far as like setting the tone for the epic shit that you're about to see, like that's the that's the that's the part in the movie where everything's changing and you know the tide's about to shift and they're like risking their lives and shit like that. True. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that particular song. Oh yeah, and the, hang on, there's a part where it's like a like a marathon where it's going back and forth to different parts. And he's like, and when they chop your dick in half and they serve it to a pig and though it hurts, you'll laugh and dance a tickless jig. But that's the way it goes. <laughs> oh, I yeah. forgot the words. Oh, well. We'll figure it out. But uh, anyways, I think it's time we overview our song this week. You want to listen to Six Feet Under by Neurotic Outsiders? Yeah, let's hope this doesn't put both of us six feet under. With how bad God, it is. I hope not. I hope this you know, is not a boring song. We're using the line I used last week, but fuck it. <laughs> I hope to God this is not a boring song. Please don't let this be a boring song. Please, God. The last two Neurotic Outsider songs we did were not fucking good at all. Yeah. I thought it was Over the Mountain by Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, it does kick off well. It does. Down in the backyard, I got my head in the clouds. I got this kind of, yeah. What song is that? There's a in the capital tree. Bad apples. Yeah, that drum fill, though, that do-do-do-do-do-do sounded like fucking smells like Teen Spirit. Oh, man. I don't want to bring Nirvana up right now. We have too good a show. Sounds like when you do a creator wrestler and you use the generic music. Yeah. It's like when they use like a knockoff, like mainstream, like a, a cover version of a mainstream song for the wrestler. It sounds like you're crazy, but a knockoff version. Oh, yeah. It's actually not bad so far. Not bad, but it really does remind me of Bad Apples an awful lot. A little bit. It's just not as good. I do got lyrics. I mean, this is the best lyrics I'm going to get because some of the words they just put question marks in front of. That's reasonable. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I want to swim the world. I'm going to get that girl. I want to be your question mark, question mark that can see through question mark, question mark. (laughs) I got no time to waste. I'm going to blow this place. I got a nasty itch. My love's still rich. Great rhyming, Duff McKagan. (laughs) 
Uh, well, yeah, no, you know. You know. Uh, now you know I'm here to stay. And as I find my way, now you know I'll live another day. Um, I'll put your mind to question mark, question mark. I'll make your doggy stay. I'm going to climb a tree. It's just that fucking easy. My love was so much more knocking at your door. I got an evil eye that makes me wonder why. Hmm. That's just like half the lyrics we've heard so far. I'm like, oh, you know, it's, 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 it's a classic song when the lyrics have question marks. <laughs> yeah. There's like some words you can't even fucking understand. Like, yeah, that's pretty Duff McCake in you. All right, let's get back in. It's kind of a slashy guitar solo, don't you? Yeah. Is he singing into a traffic cone or uh, like a drive-through McDonald's speaker or some shit? Like, why is uh, it? Yeah, cause, uh, so I looked here, like I was doing research on the song, and on the uh, the Duran Duran wiki wiki thing here it says McKagan employs a distorted vocal technique similar to Guns N' Roses' punkier material. That's why it sounds like you're crazy. Okay. And this is the finale of the the only Neurotic Outsiders album. Oh, so it's the last song on the record. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the bass line is popping. Ooh, the drums hit hard. I like the guitar work, too. It's not all bad. It's not all good. But it's not all bad. Six Feet Under by Duff McKagan. By the Neurotic Outsiders. Oh, sorry, Neurotic Outsiders. One-time supergroup, Neurotic Outsiders. They actually got an album. Not bad. Well, that's more GNR's given us recently, so. Yeah, that's for sure. And, I mean, like, speaking of this track, is very GNR-sounding, very GNR-centric. Yeah, I mean, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. But let's, uh, let's yeah. do our final thoughts. You go first this week. All right, you know what? it opens off pretty fast. I like, I love the drums. I love the pacing of this song. This is probably, honestly, it's probably the best like sort of punk rock esque work Duff has done, and it's maybe kind of only because it's very um, GNR sounding. Like it's very much reminiscent of like that Appetite for Destruction sound, where everything's just fast paced and like kind of balls to the wall. But it's not like totally punk. It has like those elements of hard rock in there. Um, I may listen to this again. Probably, probably not. I don't know. I mean, lyrically, it it's it could be a lot better. Duff McKagan isn't the best lyric, like lyricist. No offense. I feel like 
maybe in a group setting he's better, but like his this was him and Steve Jones writing the song, and I'm like, eh. He's just trying to find random words that like barely rhyme. <laughs> like that one about hang on, there's one here. About fucking gonna climb a tree, I just it's just that fucking easy. I'm like that has like one syllable that rhymes. What the fuck? It doesn't make sense. But otherwise, like instrumentally, like if we're talking guitars, drums, bass, all sounds fucking great. Like, but with that in mind, like it's probably going to be in the middle somewhere for you. I'm going to go two and a half out of five. Cause it wasn't a terrible song, but it wasn't like anything to put above a three. I got you. Um, I'm in a similar boat, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, there we go. I'm in a similar boat. Like I didn't hate it. Like it wasn't all bad. Like it wasn't a bad song by really mm-hmm. any means, but I mean, it wasn't what I'd call again. Am I ever going to listen to this again? No, there's no highly way unlikely. Ever, yeah. Yeah. I'm never going to listen to this again. Uh, but you know, somebody's into this kind of music. Uh, maybe it's for them and just wasn't for me. Uh, I try to give it that anyway. Uh, instrumentally though i thought it was pretty solid i mean it was fine uh i think i'm gonna give it a two also to put it right a little bit below average but you know yeah below the mid here yeah yeah you went two i went two and a half yeah we're on almost the same again yeah yeah. Uh, well sometimes we agree sometimes we disagree Mm -hmm. pretty heavily you know yeah, I, I was actually low key planning on trolling you and giving this five out of five. I'm like, no, I can't do that. That seems highly unlikely. <laughs> yeah, it's not April Fools. We can't do this shit again. Not anymore. Uh, well, we have gone way over our usual time. So you we over spend... what we thought we would have went over. <laughs> I really thought this was going to be a thirty minute episode. So. Yeah, I thought we were going to do like forty five, and that's it. We're almost an hour six. For the uh, record, forty five minutes is our goal time for a show. That's like our we minimum. Ne- yeah. We never hit the minimum. We always go over 45. Yeah, I think only like once or twice we did like 30, 35 minutes. Yeah, back in the day before we set that 45 is our is our minimum. We try to mm-hmm. go at least 45 minutes. But, you know, if we haven't got 45 minutes worth of shit to say, we're not going to drag it out and make a shitty That's episode. Uh, but hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Uh, I know I've enjoyed uh, sitting here chatting with you about rock and roll. It's been good for me. And uh, if you want to join the conversation, get on our discord, because if you get on our discord and you follow us on social media, social media, our social media, if you follow us on social media, on our social media, then you'll be alerted when we actually go live because we do have live episodes from time to Mm -hmm. time where we invite you guys to come in and uh, share your thoughts on shit. So, Mm-hmm. If you want to join the conversation, hit us up on Discord. We're always on there. It's not like the one of those popping Discords where it's just constantly rolling and you can't keep yeah. up with it. Uh, thank God. I know that yeah, like most people want their Discord to be like that, but I don't see the point. It's like you can't read everything, can't keep up with yeah, it. Yeah, you got to be on there like 24-7. I'm like, eh, I really have a small and tight-knit family of people. Which is oh, yeah. On our Discord. But if you want to join that family... Link in the description. Uh, you want to spin the wheel and see what we're doing next week? Hell yeah, brother. Spin that wheel. Give us some good right. shit. Come on. Don't give us something we already did like last time. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be an Izzy Stradlin song. Probably. You want to place bets? Uh, five bucks. <laughs> five bucks. Five Canadian. Five Canadian. Oh, dude. Like, that's only 50 cents. Um, no, nah, it's probably like <laughs> three American. I don't know. I'd do the conversion. 
I'll send it All to right, you. I'm saying it's going to be Izzy Stradlin. What do you think it's going to be? I'm also going to say Izzy Stradlin. Izzy Stradlin. I mean, it's the better chance. He has the most, like, out of any of the original five. Yeah, I don't know. Duff's worth of shit. So Duff's got an annoying amount of shit. (laughs) Yeah, but his isn't as much. Only what three loaded albums, two solo albums. Well, maybe three if you count the one that didn't release. Yeah. Are do we have that in here? We've done some of those songs from that unreleased uh, second solo album. Huh. Oh well. Well, let's find out what's next week. R-S. Oh, nice. Oh, all right. Back to some fucking Chidem. That's what, track like eight of the album we've covered? Nine, maybe? I think we already covered half the album. My copy is way the fuck over there. I guess I can <laughs> quit being lazy and Google it. Let's see. Chinese democracy... track list oh uh when we first started our discord somebody our first discord subscriber asked to be a yeah. guest when we did mm-hmm. uh, chinese democracy set he claimed to be the guy that leaked it yeah uh, we should talk about that off air and maybe make that happen because that was Definitely. three years ago yeah uh we can send him a dm on uh on discord or something have we done chinese democracy we haven't done the title track yet we've done like so many other tracks we have not done the title track yet I feel like we've done Street of Dreams. We've done Street of Dreams. We did better. Okay. So okay. Catch so we've not ride. done Shackler. We've done better. We've done Street of Dreams. I don't think we've yeah. done If the World. No, not that one. Uh, we've done There Was a Time on 420 of last year. Yeah. A couple years ago, <laughs> I think we did it. Was it a couple of years? Yeah, it was like a, it was probably two years ago, I think. It was it was I think in their first or second season, I don't remember. And I remember Dan was on that episode, I believe, too. Yeah, because we'd planned out this big stoner episode fiasco, and then we got and then we got there was a time and then the wheel, <laughs> and yeah. it's like it doesn't fit the rest of the episode. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say, hang on, while I have it, I'm, I'm right at my desk. I have the album here. I might as well look too. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, well, check you out, making me do all this extra work. Uh, okay, so we've done better. Mm-hmm. Street of Dreams, There Was a Time. I know we've done Catcher in the Rye because I remember making the the art. I know we've yeah. done Scraped because I Scraped. remember making the art. So what, that's five, one, Sorry. Two, three, four, five. Sorry is six. This will be seven. Madagascar, we, we did. Okay, so there's eight. Prostitute, Prostitute. is nine. We've done yeah. nine of the 14 tracks. And now IRS. Yeah, that's why I'm week. counting. Yeah, I, so I already we still counted have, We still have yet to do this. I love um, Riyadh and the Bedouins. If the world and uh, Shacklers and the title track. Yeah, you think China Chinadam's going to end up being the album we finish first? Probably. Have we finished any of the albums from any of the solo? Surely we finished one or two. Not yet. I don't think we finished even one yet. Hmm. I'm not keeping up with albums as far as like uh, solos go, but with uh, for songs and stuff. I think this and Appetite are the ones we've done the most because we always say yeah. Appetite songs. Well, they're in the wheel. They come up fairly, but mm-hmm. uh, we like to pull from Appetite when we do bonus shows and shit. Mm-hmm. I yeah, haven't. We, we got a break. 
We're gonna start pulling from illusion or something. Yeah, we're just gonna pull like fucking random shit from there. We don't want to get to the last season of the show and it just be all crappy stuff. Yeah, we'll just pull "Don't Cry" old lyrics because I want to get that out of the way. Have we? Oh yeah, we did "Don't Cry," but we haven't done the. We've done the original. We haven't done the alternate version. Right. My cat's being a dick. Yeah. Okay. So cats are jerks. What? <laughs> This is new. So tune in next week. We're going to be covering IRS. We're going to call the president. We're going to call the FBI. We're going to call uh, your mama. And your girl. We're going to call my weed guy. Uh, going to get the IRS. Going to need the FBI. Ooh, what shall I do? I'm excited. I love this song. This is so. a good song, low key. I mean, like even listening to like the demo versions as well. Um, oh yeah they're pretty good because not much really changed with this song over the years just the placement of solos and like the whole structuring of the song otherwise it's pretty similar i think it was just a little more slower in tempo well guys next week irs is the song of the week on the guns and radio podcast we're gonna have a lot of fun with that uh Mm -hmm. i don't know what we're gonna do for a bit but you know if he if he can make it and when we are recording i'll i'll reach out on discord after this and yeah start that process but uh mm-hmm. we may have a guest so we'll see but for now for this week that's going to do it for this edition of the guns and radio podcast until next time i'm dustin bones and i'm chris caputo we'll see you next week we may even do our taxes live on air because it's irs you know <laughs> What's the Canadian IRS called? Uh, we have the Canadian Revenue Agency. The CRA? CRA. Going to call the president. Going to call the CRA. Going to call CSIS, which is like our fucking CIA. Okay, hang on. Let's do the Canadian version. Going to call the... Oh, God. I'm like, Prime Minister. <laughs> Going to call the PM. <laughs> Gonna call the prime minister. Gonna call, I guess, a private eye would still be a private. Gonna call a secret mounty. Gonna gonna call the queen. Gonna get the the queen of Canada. (laughs) Gonna get the dictator of Vancouver. (laughs) There's not any more that I can do. Gonna call Chad Cougar from drunk driving in Vancouver. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, I'm Dustin Bones. And I'm Chris Caputo. We'll see you guys next week for another edition of Guns and Radio. Until then, guys, stay safe and uh, keep on rocking the free world. Oh, well, fine, Spotify. Then. Fuck you. Peace. <laughs>